Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Self-Direction for Duly Eligible Individuals Utilizing LTSS. This podcast was excerpted from a webinar presented live on August 21st, 2019. In this podcast, Myla Castellanos, a personal care attendant, and Carol Stewart, an in-home supportive services consumer, share their personal experiences and insights that have helped both provide and receive guidance in managing self-direction for long-term services and support. Carol Stewart is an IHSS consumer living with a disability. Janet Castellanos is an IHSS caregiver who has been working with Carol for the last year and a half. She comes to Carol's house six days a week and works with her for around 25 hours in a week. So Carol and Maida, can you tell me about the way that the two of you communicate with each other? We talk, we text, we call each other every day. We talk about things Maida knows needs to be done, and she notices when things are off for me. If there's something like Carol's big get swollen, I tell her that she needs to make an appointment to get checked out to make sure everything's okay. Carol makes her own appointment. I work within my schedule and my schedule with my appointment. Krista, this is Carol. I'm just going to interrupt for a second. Can you, um, I know it's so hard to hear with a cell phone. Perhaps you could speak a little bit closer into the mic. Well, we, we want to hear you. Thank you. Okay. And so how do each of you separately and as a team communicate to the care team? Up to this point, I've been in discussion with my care team. Mida comes with me to my primary and specialty care appointments because I need to pick up prescriptions. She's taking pictures of me when I'm having episodes, and then I take those pictures with me to my visits. I typically go in on my own. Carol does as much as she can. It, it is good for her to take care of everything that she can and stay in charge of her own care. After she goes to the doctor, we go through all paperwork together. We go through all of the medications. We have a calendar that we keep together. If there is something that Maya thinks I need to discuss with the doctor, I take it with me when I go in. One time she noticed something was off with me and suggested we went to the ER and I agreed. And she came at 1 a.m. and took me to the ER. I would have waited until the next day, but she could tell something was off. I was admitted and then she let my kids know. What do you think is the importance of the role of the person attending the IH for her? And what does that really mean to be an exercise? We're having a little bit of difficulty hearing. It might just be a bad connection. Maida helps me by texting. Oh, great. Thank you. Both my son and daughter know that having Maida here is how I'm able to stay in my home. Carol's been twice. I let her family know how she's doing and call them when it's urgent. My son has said it makes it possible to continue living where I live. It gives him and my daughter peace of mind. Maida will take pictures when I have issues, bring them to the doctor in the hospital. And as a patient, we don't always think of that. Pictures have helped with a number of my specialists, 
that she takes pictures and they can see what is going on. It is important to have MIDA as part of my care planning. Carolyn MIDA, there are several roles that MIDA was trained on in our training program. Let's talk about how some of those play out day to day. What about as a care aide? She has the pill box. We refill her pill box together. I check how much water she's drinking and track it. I pick up her medication and check the prescription bottles. I need the five rights of medication administration. I leave my empty bottles on the counter so she can see how much I am drinking, and she checks my pill box every morning when she arrives. What about a coach? How does that play out day to day? I remember she was laying on her sofa and not getting up at all when I first started working with her. I encouraged her to do crafting. I take her to the park and put her to get out of the house. We walk at the garden center, also encourage her to do other things. Really important to get out of the house. Get outside and move around. Even walking through the garden center at Lowe's really helps. It gets easy to get stuck as a patient. And what about monitoring certain conditions? How does that play out day to day? Always I'm aware that she has migraines and heart issues. So as soon as I come into her house, I look at her face because I can see she's been good or not. When it makes me aware, I tell her she needs to come Every time that I leave her house, let her know if she doesn't feel good and she needs to go to the doctor, I'll be there for her no matter the hour so she could feel confident that one is looking after her. Maida always assesses how I'm doing, talks to me about what she sees. My son and daughter say that it gives her gives them comfort having Maida here. When I go to the ER, she can evaluate how I'm doing. I then went into the ER and pictures were taken pictures that Maida had taken. The nurses knew she was in the waiting room, and I always tell all my nurses and my caregiver is in the waiting room. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MNCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enroll in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about our current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.